0: Welcome to Mac and Blue, where we introduce you to who is building Arizona. Bringing you the people and businesses that shape the landscape around us. From economic development and developers, underwriters and lenders, architects and engineers, to the very builders and suppliers that bring it all together. For all things Mac and Blue, head to www.macandblue.com. And don't forget to subscribe on YouTube. Now let's join our host, J.J. Levinsky.
1: Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Mac and Blue. I'm your host, J.J. Levinsky, uh, CEO and co-founder of uh, Blue Wave General Contracting. Today, I've got Rami Kala on. Uh, He's the CEO and founder of Point in Time Studios. Did I get that right? So uh, the reason I... I met Rami, I don't know, maybe in the last year, and plus he's all over everything in the in social media storms. Um, he's kind of the king of virtual reality, augmented reality and video production in the Valley here, um, and has a strong tie to um, commercial real estate in our AEC space. So hopefully I did a good job of, of doing your intro there. Um, and for those of you that think he works hard, um, you can see that he's he's in his plush cabin somewhere relaxing for the week, so um, it's all good. <laughs> Look, at him, he's even got he's even got the the, lo- the proper logo shirt on today. So, hey, welcome, Rami. Hey. Um, we're doing virtual today. Thank you, so, you Jay, for having me. Yeah, we're doing v- virtual today so we can honor his right to have somewhat of a vacation. Um, Rami, before we get into like all the cool things you do, we always like to soften uh the blow and kind of let everyone know a little bit about you so can you give the uh your resume without making it four hours long like just kind of background in arizona a little bit of schooling and then if you because of your kind of unique background talk a little bit about um uh, kind of how you got into all the the video related stuff before we get into all the kind of cool things okay
2: yeah for sure so I'm a Arizona native, grew up in Tempe, uh, went over to ASU, so I'm a, I'm a Sun Devil. Go Devils. <laughs> and really, my story started back when I was about 10. My dad bought one of those big video cameras. Remember back in the day, you had to have the VCR with you to play the VHS and to record to it. And I just fell in love with it. I took it, got the manual, started making short films with friends and family, writing scripts, and I was known around the neighborhood as the, as the film kid. So I was always producing content, just loved it. Fast forward a few years, uh, went to college at ASU, studied business and Spanish, and uh, got to live abroad in Spain. Came back and got a job at General Mills, great job uh, in marketing. Got to work with big brands like you know Big G cereal and Yo! Play yogurt. Uh, Travelled a lot, and just really about three and a half years into that, I just was just felt disenCHANTed. I'm like, this is not what I'm meant to be doing. I in the meantime, been making films and still producing creative stuff, and went out on, on my own. It's about uh, 21 years ago now, and uh, since then, we've, you know, we started, we're doing small commercials and productions. And since then, we have got to work with big brands like, uh, you know, McDonald's, uh, PetSmart, Coke, um, Axon, Hill River Resorts, Casinos. So really grown from, you know, video to then gotten to 3D animation and VR and, and AR. So it's been quite a journey. So a lot of fun.
1: What about um, uh, family, kids, anything fun in that realm? Right.
2: Yeah. So I have a uh, beautiful wife, Lauren. And I've got four boys: uh, Noah, who's 25; Jaden is 20; my son Wyatt is 17; and then I've got a little one, Austin, who's four. So,
1: oh, you're busy. Busy, you're bu- you are a busy man. Yeah. Um, so the uh, you know, full disclosure, I I I met Rami through uh, Mark Taylor with Extreme Aerial. I think he's the one that introduced us because we had some crazy ideas that we were kind of trying to go. Um, just kind of explore some some market opportunities in the AEC space, and uh, for those of you that know me, I'm not a conventional thinker, and I don't think Rami is either. So, Market introduced us, and he's been a guest on before, and you know he's he does a lot with our friends over at GeoHolics as well on their podcast. And so, um, once I saw what Rami was doing, I was like, hey, you know, come on our podcast and uh, let's expose kind of what you're doing to our constituents in the AEC space because. I think there's some things that you could share Rami um, that you know where technology is taking what you're doing where that that can leverage and help a lot of uh, of our, our our patrons that listen and watch this podcast. So with that, can you kind of dive into the transformation? Go back to where you you gave us that time frame of when you went from film into mm-hmm. 3D into, you know, VR and AR um, give give some testimonials and stories about kind of how all that works and what's, yeah. what's the transformation like?
2: Yeah, for sure. I mean, we all know that, you know, video tours are around for a long time, right? When YouTube came out, it was very easy to stream video content and show a tour of a property. And, you know, we were doing that early on, um, you know, renderings, you know, have been around for a bit. We all have seen quality from, you know, 10 years ago to today, you know, 3D renderings, you know, as we got into those, you know, really, I saw an opportunity to make them better. And how do we make them more realistic and really create that, that visual, that vision of what the property is going to look like. And then about, about seven, eight years ago, I was actually uh, buying a new home and I was building it. And they were saying to me, Imagine this flooring with those counter and those cabinets. You know, they just give you that little square piece and, and you have to imagine your head. And I was like, I'm a visual person. I'm like, Why can I make this in VR? I want to walk into my kitchen, right? Design it myself in virtual reality. And so I just had this idea and I, I took it and Built a team around, uh, created a department around VR, and we started really showing it to uh, new home builders. I met with several across the country, and it was a little ahead of its time. And so then we pivoted uh, to student and multifamily, and that's really where it took off. And uh, you know, a lot of the younger generation just said, "You know, I I want VR," and they are engaging it. And now I'm like, man, I can put you in the rendering. Right? You can walk around, you can play games, you can open doors, and so you're fully immersed inside the rendering. And so. It's always a trip to me when I get to actually visit a property we've worked on, um, and I still I feel like I'm in my rendering again, like I'm in a video game. So it's it's always uh, it's it's always crazy, and, and the technology is just getting better. We have a we're doing a lot of augmented reality right now. We have an experience right now playing at Sky Harbor Airport um, in uh, Terminal Four and baggage claim, and and if you put your phone over, it's an augmented reality experience to promote the Gila river resorts, um, Oasis pool parties, but a girl will show up on the baggage claim and float down the conveyor belt, like in the lazy river. So, you know, we're always looking for ways to, you know, bring cutting edge technology and help our clients really cut through the clutter and, and, you know, be on that cutting edge. So.
1: Okay. Rami. So that was a great summary of, of kind of how you got started. Can you think of some of those early clients and what, how did they react and how was that transformational? I mean, I can see it, and I'm sure the audience can see it too, but um, were you kind of this, who's this crazy guy, or was it instant success for them, or did they have a hard time monetizing it at the beginning?
2: Yeah, one of the events that really sticks out to me as kind of a turning point for us is we had a developer who had purchased uh, some luxury comp villas out in Spain, on the southern coast of Spain. And uh, he contacted me and said, I'm really having a hard time Selling the vision, I'm going to do a full remodel. He had bought these 500 villas out of bankruptcy, was going to remodel all of them, but he needed to start, you know, uh, selling the units. And so I said, let's make this all. We'll create renderings, but let's all let's make it into VR, so you can literally go into your new villa, go up the stairs, stand in your jacuzzi, and looking down to the balcony, you see the Mediterranean Sea below you. We built this whole area, the clubhouse, all the amenities, the units, and it's all built to scale. So when you're in there and you're walking around the villa, it's exactly like if you were really there. We can even add the sound effects of you know the birds in the background and the seagulls like it's it's very visceral so you're in this experience we flew out to london to a home show where people were looking to purchase vacation property so we had this giant booth set up people could step into our vr experience nobody else was doing this at the time this is about three four years ago and we had a line of everybody just wanted to experience all the other vendors were like what are these guys doing (laughs) and what was really cool was that people were literally signing contracts there they sold over 30 villas in one day. Did 10 million in sales. Double it the next weekend, without anybody having ever having to go to Spain. We did all in London, and then my wife and I got a little belated honeymoon in Scotland afterwards. So I'd say it was a pretty successful trip. So
1: that's pretty cool. Um, so did yeah. that from that thing in London? Did it snowball? I mean that that had that kind of press had to have have gone kind of viral for you guys right at, at that moment, right?
2: Yeah, it was huge. Actually, the the organizer of the event called me. He's like he's like, what you guys are doing is cutting edge. He's like, how can we get you back out here, you know, to do more uh, experiences and help us, you know, mark what we're doing. Cause again, it, we're just, you know, we like to think of ourselves as, you know, we're very innovative. I'm always looking down the pipeline, what's next. And I want to be, you know, there's, there's always a cost, right. To being right. Uh, an early, you know, uh, visionary. And so as you're learning the technology, but, I really think that, uh, you know, I'm looking where the, you know, playing where the puck is going and, and seeing kind of where things are happening. And, and we've been lucky on the VR and AR side because I've been watching and it's just going to get better. It's, you know, Apple just announced their new headset. Um, the headset's that. are going to get smaller and smaller. It should look like my glasses. You saw the vision. It's a little bigger still, but they're getting smaller, um, more voice activation. Eventually you're not going to need your phone anymore. So, you know, we're kind of going, how can we develop and continue to develop you know, different, um, experiences. We're working with, uh, Axon, uh, Taser, who, you know, wanted to create these immersive experiences for first responders. So we worked with the TSA. I've uh, worked with, uh, uh, police. We worked with corrections officers where we shot in a live, uh, prison in San Francisco, where you actually go into the prison and you have to guess like a video game where the contraband is hidden. And so these experiences are, you know, these really crazy, think of like a choose your own adventure. Yeah. Um, we did domestic violence where if you pick the right things, a person lives the wrong things, they die, but we can teach you all these things in immersive VR without hurting anybody. So it's, it's pretty crazy. It's wild.
1: So Rami, uh, I have a question and I, I'm kind of doing this through the audience's eyes and, and ears and, and all this, mm-hmm. all the senses that you're going to be achieving. How do you gather the data? Uh, in other words, when you, when you create that, uh, you know, for those, of, for those people that don't understand how the, the, the reality is created, um, you know, consider our space, the architectural engineering construction space. Is it typically done where you go photograph something or is it done through getting files from an architect engineer or is it all the above and you integrate it all to create that base file?
2: Yeah, I'll use the uh, ASU as a great example. They came to us when they were building their new Thunderbird campus mm-hmm. um, in downtown Phoenix. And they said, hey, you know, we have some you know architectural drawings. We have some initial Renderings. We want to create this full VR experience. So we took every all the information they had. It wasn't they had any broken ground yet, and um, our designers worked and modeled everything in in VR, create the full experience. You could actually walk and stand on. I it's Polk Street. You can see part of downtown Phoenix that we built out. So there's the Sheraton. There's the Santa Conner College of Law. You can walk into the building. You hear cars driving by you in VR, and you can go up the stairs. Uh, you can be in the very top balcony where the pub is and see the city below you. So. Um, we took everything from the architects and then worked with interior designers in all the pieces from the, the all the FF and E that we needed to create the rest of the piece. Um, but it was a huge experience. They took it to Japan. They took it to New York cause they were trying to raise, um, funding for it. So let's say you're a donor and you're going to donate X amount of dollars. You can actually type your name in and we can put your name in just for you on the door, on the wall, and then we could change it for somebody else. So it made it feel very personalized for your experience. Uh, and it was, it was a huge success. They raised tons of money to, to build the, the school. And then once it was done, we actually went and scanned it in 360. So now it's built, we brought cameras and scanned it. And we actually have professors in there, you click on them and they start talking to you in the different rooms. So it's again, a full, you know, experiential um, tour as you're getting to see the whole space. And the tour was so successful that we actually, um, we had to move everything over to Amazon servers. Cause we had, I think it was almost 200,000 people and almost crashed the site. <laughs> it was such oh, wow. a huge success because we're
1: tracking those metrics. So it was, yeah, it was nuts. Yeah. That's awesome. What, um, oh shoot, I had another question. Um, then is it all done on the, in the metaverse then as far as that interactive piece or how are how are you parlaying that into either the metaverse or the blockchain on, on the back end of that stuff?
2: It's funny, I'd say, you know, these last several months we've been talking about the metaverse and people are, or, you know, it was such a buzz buzzword. And now people are like, well, we're not calling it the metaverse now. It's, you know, it's an immersive experience or, you know, so yeah. I think with everything with, you know, going on with crypto, um, and I don't think it's going to go away. I think terms will come in and out. I mean, at the end of the day, it's an immersive experience. Um, but yeah, we're, we're basically working in, you know, what we define right as the metaverse is that immersive, you know, experience where we're creating um, stuff in game engines. So, got it. you know, working in Unreal, working in Unity. And then those can be supported. However, we're working right now on a web-based uh, metaverse where people can basically we'll take your, your your Unreal experience, your architectural building, put it into this um, web-based version where you can have your avatar, you can create your avatar, you can walk around the space, and you could bring a hundred people in there two hundred people to do tours live inside you know your immersive metaverse um, at the same time. You can and you can still have your live-action face like we're doing now on a Zoom call but you can still have the avatars in there and tour, jump around, fly, whatever you want to do. Um, the challenge has always been, you know, bandwidth. And so the stuff we're working with now, it's able to, you know, really handle uh, much higher quality files um, at, at a much higher bandwidth where before you were having to work in unity and, and the quality of the, the renderings, the environments really looked cartoony, but now we're able to really maintain the integrity of the files. It looks really, really cool. So there's a lot of new stuff.
1: Um, so, and again i am just i'm trying to ask all sorts of questions just to think about the the the, the usual demographic of who's watching or listening to this so sure. i'm going to role play here let's say i'm working with you and i've i let us take a I, um, how about let's take a mid-rise or, or a high-rise you know class a class b office space type thing let's say i'm the developer and i've hired you and you're you're putting that out there as i go through that 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 AR think like I could look at that wall and I could go, Nope, Rami, you know, in that AR experience, um, I can say, no, I want to change that wallpaper to Brown with zebra stripes. Can you, are you at that level with developers and with those kind of people where you can do that and then it instantly can translate into almost a skew or a, a work order or a purchase order to then take that AR into something tangible is, is that technology there and, and, and can it be monetized in real world, Time and space right now.
2: Yeah. I mean, you know, going back to the airport we're doing right now, you know, they the, gave us little tiny banners on the conveyor belt, and we've got to track a moving object right in a small space and do a web based AR experience. So, very, very complicated from an augmented reality experience. So, let's go back to real estate, much simpler. If, you know, when we're anchoring to things, let's say the building is built already and you want to be able to look at certain design elements in a room or furniture we would create those assets and we just anchor to those points but you know because things aren't moving around it's there's not this crazy uh spatial issue you know that's that's fairly simple to do um so we can have different menu options they could see it in that actual space different wallpaper or whatnot and then um what we're doing at the airport you can record your experience and share it on social right Because we want it to be shared same thing you know we could do for you know uh, the developers if it's not built, we would just need those elevations, top down and side elevations. We'd build it out. And then what I'd recommend is having it in VR where then they could walk into that space that's not built and change the wallpaper, change out the furniture. It's very simple to do. Um, and and they could actually see it now in, in virtual reality. So there's both a VR and AR options. I also love AR for just walk up to the dirt and do you want to see what the buildings and look like, right? You could bring your iPad and see how it's going to look actually before it's even we've broken ground. So there's a ton of options.
1: Well, um, we went from like zero to 800 miles an hour in, in a matter of <laughs> sorry my brain is no 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 it's good. Um, what um, you know I, I naturally follow you after after we got introduced. I, I see you travel and speak and, and, and entertain around the world right now. What what are the questions that you get asked most often, you know, in your speaking engagements and in your presentations around the around the country and the world? Because you're you're definitely at the forefront of your business, but how do you even keep up with the with the speed of change?
2: Yeah, I just uh, did a talk recently in Austin. Uh, it was a lot, you know, several hundred marketers were there and talking about really where do I see the technology going? And and I think there's definitely there's there's fear, right? We talk about AI. There's there's a lot of excitement. There's there's fear there as right. well. I think the same thing you know, with immersive, you know, VR and AR, I mean, people don't understand that, Hey, there's, there's a progression. And, and I've been watching a lot of the patents, you know, I saw new Apple's, you know, vision was coming out two years ago, you know, so I keep track of what a lot of these big manufacturers are doing. I spent a lot of time going to trade shows. Uh, it was one in San Francisco. I was at CES in Las Vegas. So I'm, I'm constantly talking to Samsung and Audi and GE and what are they doing? You know, rewind three, four years ago, they were developing their own little VR AR departments. Um, and, you know, to, to really keep up. And so I'm having conversations with a lot of these people. But like I was saying, I mean, it really, you know, we saw the vision goggles, they're a little smaller, you can see through. So a lot of the issues with VR right now is, hey, I'm kind of closed off to the rest of the world. So having those front facing cameras uh, allows me to see what's happening. And, you know, very similar to, you know, Microsoft's HODL lens, that's where I really see vision, you know, competing is you've got the, the AR and the VR, you know, opportunities, and it's still a little bit less expensive. Um, but we're gonna see it smaller. So, like my glasses here, they're gonna be smaller. They're already trying to get FDA approval on contacts. So if you ever watch Mission Impossible movies of Tom Cruise, like I think it's like the third or fourth one. He's got the the contacts on and it's doing the facial recognition. That's already here in China. They've already have they're doing facial recognition already, and they can scan, let's say JJ, you you know, walk out to work and you got a frown on your face, right? Or you're walking different, your gait is different. You know, you could be detained and said, Hey, like you're about to commit a crime or what are you going to do? You know, so they're looking for behavioral changes and they're already using that in the classrooms in China. Uh, The kids have facial scanning and recognition to see um, how the students are learning. And parents are, you know, a little upset about it because they feel like it's an invasion, but those things are coming. And so you imagine a contact that can scan, seeing everything, collecting information. Um, And then of course, you know, you go to uh, the neural network that Elon Musk is uh, working on right now, where it connects into your brainstem. Or you can download and share information. The idea that you could go into VR, AR instantaneously. And if you ever read the book, The Singularity by Ray Kurzweil, he talked about this 20, 25 years ago. Then in your 2045, we were going to have this. So it's it's all kind of coming to fruition. And you think about technology, it's kind of been like this. It's really now exponential. Yep. And it's moving so quickly. Um, that To answer your other question, to keep up, I, I say a big portion of my time, like I said, is, is is connecting and talking to people i'm actually i've got another person in my company that that's part a lot of his job is is uh innovation right and what's happening and and researching and talking so um there's it's just a lot very quickly (laughs) it's exciting times
3: there comes a time when dreams become a reality when you see your vision materialize into a true work of art and the only way to get there is to choose a general contractor who shares that same vision and knows how to bring it to life. At Blue Wave, we aren't so big that we've forgotten where we've come from, and we aren't so small that we can't care for your projects regardless of their size. When your vision deserves safety, perfection, timeliness, and expertise in order to become a reality, trust Blue Wave to get it done right the first time.
1: The, your, as you were talking, I was thinking about two different questions that I, I think the audience would like to know. Go back. One is go back to the fear factor. Um, what are some of those fears? Much like you were talking about with AI. Sure. I mean, there's an, a conversation I don't go into every day now, where you've got the fear mongers on the AI side, and then you've got the other side, the entrepreneurial side, going, "Oh my God, I can change the world now." Um, wh- what are some of those those high those high priority fears that are out
2: there, Rami. Yeah, I had the pleasure of meeting Peter, Peter Diamandis. Uh, if you don't know him, he has a really cool newsletter called Future Loop and longevity. He's He's got multiple businesses, but he's really on the, you know, the forefront um, of futurism and good friends with Ray Kurzweil. But anyway, so, you know, I got to chat with him and it's interesting, you know, as we talk about the fear of, of AI and, you know, uh, nanotechnology and robotics, you know, on the positive side, what we believe, you know, is that, you know, we'll be able to live longer. We'll be able to offset, you know, certain things that, nanobots could nanobots go in your body and fix organs and things like that were, you know, increase just overall longevity and intelligence were, you know, humans could reach a higher level of overall intelligence as well. So there, there's some great, you know, positive things about living symbiotically, you know, with, you know, different levels of AI, but, you know, that going too far down the rabbit hole, that's you know, obviously, there is a lot of fear. I mean, you can watch any of the Terminator movies, right? Talk about the, everyone, the time when the machines decide yeah. to turn us off and lock us up. <laughs>
1: yeah, everyone talks about um, the Terminator effect. So,
2: what? Yeah, the, the one thing that I read is that about five years from now, that um, that the AI will surpass humans um, in intelligence, yep. and I think it was like ten or fifteen years from now, um, they'll be about ten thousand times smarter. So, there is sort of that you know, that issue, but from at least from what I, do, what I do from the VR, AR standpoint, I think there's a, the fears that I hear is, is, you know, privacy concerns. Um, but if you think about it, we tend to give up our privacy for convenience, right? We do. We all know that our phones are trackable. We all mm-hmm. know that, you know, there's information that's being shared. Um, that's no secret, you know, Facebook and all these other companies are using that data to, you know, collect information on us. So you can imagine now if they can visually see you and track you, um, and then advertisers can advertise to you. And I, there's a really fun video. I, I would used to show at a lot of my speaking engagements. Um, and it would almost show uh, this person's on a bus and all of a sudden she's getting pinged by all this information. She's calling mom, surfing the web, but it's a constant barrage of advertisements who's in the grocery store. Like So you can imagine you know the opportunities that all of a sudden you're getting bombarded right right in your eyeballs. So there's that concern as well. Um, so those are things that I hear. But again, think about it. Like if you're let's say you're out to dinner with your wife and you're walking down the street. And Oh, how do I get to that one restaurant? Boom. A hologram pops up. It's voice activated. Phones are now going to be the equivalent of a pay phone, right? Yep. Like, what was that? Yep. Our grandchildren will laugh at us, but it's all going to be voice activated. And so you have a hologram boom or what's the best restaurants within a block of here. All of a sudden you get a list with a map that shows you an arrow on the road, where to turn, where to go. So there's a lot of conveniences there. Um, but of course there's, you know, the privacy issues. Well, because guess what? When I'm looking at you, JJ, we're walking on the street, I'm scanning you. Who knows, you know, the, the government may know, okay, I know who everybody is because comp- we're scanning each other, right? So definitely not a lot of privacy.
1: <laughs> well, think of, you know, let's go back to uh, another one I, I think is, you know, I just, I just got back from the U.K. and Ireland, and you're obviously uh, um, fluent in a, in a second language. You know, I remember traveling to Spain 25, 30 years ago, and my Spanish mm-hmm. sucked. And now, like with what you're doing, you don't even need to know the language. You know, it's just there's a, tra- a translator can be built into whatever you're doing. You can enjoy yep. whatever you want. You know, you can, tra- you can, or, or you don't even need to go to Spain. You can just, like said, through VR and AR, you can, you can do anything. Like I heard a, a deal with, uh, on Machu Picchu yep. that they, their intent there is they'll probably close Machu Picchu down indefinitely and just do it all AR and VR tours of Machu Picchu uh, in the future to preserve the, the sanctity of, of, of the runes themselves. So you can imagine the pyramids yep. and, and anything that they want to preserve hell Antarctica. I mean, you know, who's to say that we can't even get, like I was joking earlier that you can get the tastes and smells, you know, when can we get all the senses of it in, in AR and VR and don't laugh. Cause it's, it's going to happen. It's just, it's too freaky. Oh, it's, yeah. It's happening. Yeah. It's happening. I can't speak.
2: I I have an Indiana project that I'm hoping soon I can tell you about, but I very similar to that. I can, we're taking you someplace. It's uh gorgeous. Um, we have a com- famous composer. We're actually putting you in this space and it is majestic and it is incredible. And it's going to be out um, on the uh, um, meta store for download here soon. But as soon as I can cool. announce it, I will, but it is very similar. to what You're talking about taking you to somewhere completely visceral. And look, you know, I would say if you can hear it, taste it, touch it, smell it, how does your mind not know it's real? Right. I mean, we're already haptic gloves. We're already here. They've been out for a while, right? I can touch and pick up objects. Um, we're already doing sound. We do a ton of work in spatial audio. So think ambisonic sound for VR. Um, I've already talked to you about, you know, smells. I've seen stuff they're working on on taste by meeting, you know, turkey dinner that I actually have a taste, you know, in my mouth of turkey, right? So I can help you with dieting. Um, so there's, there's already these advancements um, are here and again. Some say we might be in a in a in a VR world right now. We don't even know.
1: <laughs> true, true. Hey, so, so a sec. The other thing I wanted to ask you then is the you know again you, you can be a fear monger of this or you can figure out how to utilize this to better yourself. What what are the opportunities in your space? When uh, when I say your space, think of the the, the when I say kids because I'm an old fart, but the kids in the younger generation and those college students or even high school what what kind of opportunities can they go in for a career in what you're doing in, in those like you know what I'm saying like tee up some ideas of what I mean we have all these 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 gaming gurus that you know there's parents out there saying no don't game and there's other ones going game up because that's that is the world we live in now um, what 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 insights can you offer to either the kids or the parents out there that are listening and watching this going hey there is a future here and what what does that look like Rami?
2: It's limitless. And actually I just had this conversation with my 17 year old the other day, he's on summer break and he's upstairs playing on his, you know, playing video games. And I was like, listen, you know, you're just playing games. So unless you're, you know, why don't you start building in unreal or unity, right? Start learning how to code in some of these games you love, right. Or learn esports and, you know, start competing. Cause back when I was a kid, it was like, you're just wasting your brain playing video games. No, like now there's an actual usage for right. it. And I'll tell you some of the ones that are, that are out there. So right now, like I was mentioning, um, we're doing a lot in education, so uh, we just got a really incredible write-up from the Phoenix Business Journal uh, that just went out on Saturday. Uh, we worked with Gila River Resorts and Casinos and took all of their training and onboarding and put into VR. So I can put you in all the different casinos. You can hear from the CEO and the executives. You can go uh, be courtside on the Suns. Um, you can go back, you know, in the locker room of the Cardinals, and I can take you all these places, you know, in under an hour. That imagine trying to bus a thousand people to do this over a couple months when you're trying to hire. So we're doing that right now in these fully immersive experiences. Um, And like I mentioned with, with TASER, the other thing too, I just got the phone with this morning was a major university was looking to take some of their medical program, put it into VR. So think about, you know, being able to do some of these, you know, practice surgeries or, you know, how to take someone's blood pressure and do all those things, you know, in VR, my wife is in cardiology and I was doing some research on, doctors be able to practice, think about on baby hearts in VR mm-hmm. and it actually increase their success rate by 99% because they're able to make mistakes in VR. It's no one's going to be hurt and then they can actually do it. So, you know, the sky's the limit again, travel, education, you know, real estate, business, um, obviously, you know, what we're doing now. So there's just a ton of, ton of opportunities in it. So yeah, you know, it's the mom and dad's out there saying, Hey kids, you're, you're wasting your brain. No. There is, there is a light, there is an opportunity uh, the world is different now. Um, this is how we make our living, and it's 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 been awesome. So,
1: that's that's pretty. It's uplifting and cool because um, it just the speed of change is so different now, Rami. That I uh, you can either embrace it or or, or like I said, be 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 feared of it. Um, and you know, I always say that. Uh, I remember when, you know, when was it? Just a couple years ago when we were first talking about Web three zero and and dows and metaverse like you said instead of immersive and you know, i was an outlier as a 50 year old going oh this is cool they're like what are you talking about and now this is like a whole like you said it's no longer like this it's 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 going like this um mm-hmm. yeah it's exciting times um shoot i was gonna ask you something else but i can't remember what it was oh going back to um um, I'd like your insight because a lot of, you know, a lot of the audience here is strictly related to architecture, engineering, construction, development, commercial real estate. Um, we've given some examples of, of, of how you were helping on, I consider more the marketing, and the sales side, but what have you seen or well, what, what, what have people engaged with you in on more of the technical tangible side? Can you give some testimonials of, of without breaking any NDAs or anything uh, of things you've been exposed to or are working on?
2: Uh, when you mean like technical side, as far as like for investors, or I guess would no maybe, more working yeah.
1: with, um, you know, think about more like architects, engineers, construction related technologies that are are looking at you as a way to overcome either an impediment or 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 something. Are, are there examples? I guess I'm teeing you up to kind of toot your own horn here in a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> no, I appreciate that. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, from an
2: operational standpoint, I mean, I think. You know, looking at the the HoloLens that's been out, but also vision that's coming out to be able to, you know, from a construction standpoint, to look behind the wall and see, you know, what's going to be in there. And you can get really granular with it. Right. I mean, when I was in San Francisco and we were able to pull apart a plane engine and right and see inside the engine and do this all, you know, in VR. And so, you know, think about what, you know, this can do now for construction, you know, not just from like you're saying a marketing standpoint, but I want to get in the nuts and bolts and see the plumbing and see the electrical, you know, before it's ever built you know, or I could do it in AR. Uh, that's something I think is going to save a ton of time because, you know, hey, if you mess that up, there's a lot of, you know, expense to have to fix that. But I can do it, you know, right then and there. So um, I think that's one thing that you know. Boom!
1: Okay. You 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 did it. So what what it does is again creates dialogue here that we can go. So let me give that example. You know, we have a human. We have a huge human capital issue in our in our space. We don't have enough um, people with 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 all that experience. You know, I'm. I'm one of those, that gen, that last generation where we we all have 25, 30 years of experience going up through the, the progression of construction. What you just described, though, is, I no longer need a 55-year-old superintendent with 30-some years' experience to be on the most difficult jobs. Now I can take your 17-year-old son and go, hey, go figure out where the problems are. You know, we, we did it with BIM and IPD 5, 10 years ago. Now this takes that at a whole nother level where we can say, all right, Here's the collision point. Here's the problem. Here's the maintenance issue. Here's the life cycle problem of that asset. You know, all those, we could go on and on and on. And now that 17, 18, it, does, it age doesn't define what the brain can do with the data that's there and that kind of right. uh, interconnectivity, if you will, to now solve that construction problem so that we're, we're not all faced in trying to, to, to wrangle in the, the, the 10 people that we need a hundred people to perform to. Does that make sense? So whether you yeah, know, I mean, we're, we're, yeah, whether you know it or not, you did a perfect job of kind of giving me an example to expand on so that the audience understands like, hey, th- don't be scared of this. To take it to however you can and apply it in your own business t- to succeed and offer value to your client base, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, a ton of
2: value. I mean, just from a development standpoint, yeah, before even marketing, we're working with a developer right now where you know, they've got a massive development. And they're like, hey, like, this is the view that we want, but we're not sure what's gonna look like when it's done. So we're actually creating that all, you know, all in 3D so they can see it, right? Before they break ground, or maybe we gotta move that wall or that window's gotta be bigger. You know, let's figure that all out digitally, you know, in 3D or VR so you can experience it and see it before you break ground and, and and have that expense. So from a construction standpoint, I mean it it just saves countless hours and headaches for sure.
1: Have you seen the immersive back to what I was talking about with the wallpaper? Have you seen the immersive? Um, I know it's out there, but have you personally seen the immersive in any of the construction space, to where you can say, "Oh, I love that tile," and then it Im- immediately goes to a, a wholesaler or or it directly interacts with supply chain, so you you know you can almost have a purchase order initiated in, in in VR or AR.
2: Yeah, I mean, there's so many ap you know with APIs that you can connect things now and software like. You know, like I was saying with Thunderbird, you know, we had to do some custom programming. Uh, we're working on the project right now. You know, we had to do a lot of you know um, additional programming. So, to you know, we haven't personally done what you're saying, but it's it's very doable. I mean, if you know, finding a you know a software that you know supports that, at connecting with the VR experience nowadays. I mean, it's just become easier and easier when clients have a certain need um, that we can you know connect those softwares through API. Like it's it's yeah. very doable. So we'll
1: give you another example yeah. is you know. I work with a number of, of wonderful architects, and engineers, and as me, the contractor. Let's say an owner comes to us; they've got a vision, right? We still take the technology advancements out of the equation. Right? Let's just go back to organic how things are decided on. Mm. So you right. know, think back to 2020 and the, the and what happened afterwards when we had some huge supply chain issues, Rami. So imagine that I'm sitting there with a conventional developer and then architect group of architects and engineers. They're like JJ. Um, this is how what we want the roof to be like. You the construction guy, what what can we get faster from supply chain? Can we get steel bar joists or does it have to be like a hybrid type system? Where now in what what you guys are doing, I want to be able to say, well, let's just look at it and that directly can we can look up the SKUs in real time and know the availability in the supply chain, and then even look at it what what's it worth? What's the lead times? All those kind of things. I mean the technology is there that we should be able to make those decisions in seconds and minutes instead of days and months. Right. And so that's,
0: again, I'm trying to give,
1: I'm trying to relay and parlay what the crazy cool things you're doing into uh, kind of a more pragmatic, easy approach. So people aren't, aren't feared by this, but they see the potential and kind of say, Oh, Yes, Rami and JJ exposed me to this. Now I have that freedom, that comfort to go after these things. I thought that I, I hope that example resonates with you, Rami.
2: Yeah, for sure. I mean, I, I love when we can keep everything in one ecosystem and make it as simple as possible. So to give an example, like any of the renderings that we're doing in the VR, like we're working with specific, you know, SKUs. And so when we get, you know, any type of materials or, you know, uh, furniture or whatever, we want to exactly, you know, the right model number and everything is, is accurate. So we're in there. And if you're saying, Hey, we're going to change out this, you know, these walls or that roofing um, that's something that we do now. And then, you know, really just connecting that with a database of here's what's available. That's something that's, that's very, we haven't done that yet, but that's something that would be very turnkey. And I, I love that idea. So,
1: yeah, well there, there. that's your next project. We'll, we'll, we'll work on that. i more work. I like it. What, uh, so what, what what have I not asked you? I I, and I don't I don't really care about timing with you because this is such a unique, um and kind of I wouldn't say provocative, but it's just I think it's just a, such a cool frontier that you're you're kind of out there on, and um you know once I met you I, you know you and I joked that we would stay in contact because we're kind of I'm goofy too, but um I just I just want to share it and pay it forward with so many of our constituents of of anything else that you, that I'm forgetting to ask you so you can share your knowledge?
2: I would just say like, you know, we talked about the fear. Don't be afraid of the technology. I think, you know, really embrace it. You know, for us, you know, I always want to be on that, that top of that crest of that wave, right? Because otherwise you end up getting buried by it. And what happens is, you know, everything is happening so fast that, you know, talk, you know, don't free, be afraid to reach out and and talk to me, talk to talk to you and, and go through how can I leverage some of this? And look, you know, it's not a one size fits all. It's not like I just have to use technology. Let's figure out the right approach, you know, to however we can best, you know, help you. But again, it's it's coming, whether you, whether you like it or not, right? Um, it's happening. And so, you know, some of the things that I saw with vision I've been talking about for a long time, like just not needing a television anymore. You're right. You're sitting there watching TV. You just pull it up, and all of a sudden your TV is there. I've been, you know, talking about not really needing to decorate, you know, because people can come in and they're going to see your house decorated, but it's digital, you know. So, um, but how we communicate, how we interact, you know, um, how we live our everyday lives, it's going to continue to evolve. So don't fear it. I think really just embrace it and really think through how can I leverage this for my business, and that's what we're here to do to, to help people with. So.
3: There comes a time when dreams become a reality, when you see your vision materialize into a true work of art. And the only way to get there is to choose a general contractor who shares that same vision and knows how to bring it to life. At Blue Wave, we aren't so big that we've forgotten where we've come from. And we aren't so small that we can't care for your projects regardless of their size. When your vision deserves safety, perfection, timeliness, and expertise in order to become a reality, trust Blue Wave to get it done right the first time.
1: Good stuff. Hey, um, another thing I thought of is if anyone's interested in, in kind of the things we've talked about, what are some good platforms, either podcasting or um, whatever that's out there addressing these kind of th- these issues in this frontier?
2: Yeah. So so like you said, you know, I'm, I call myself a cool nerd, but, yeah. you know, still a nerd. Uh, I love. A, so uh, Peter Diamandis, again, I mentioned him. So Future Loop, um, you can subscribe to his newsletter. He has a group called Abundance 360. Um, so they do, you can do virtual meetings, you can do the meetings in person. Um, but that's a great group. He'll bring in people like Ray Kurzweil to talk, um, and they're, and it's, you know, all things. So AI, VR, AR, robotics, like they're on the cutting edge and he's got several companies. Um, I heard him had him or went to his, one of his talks on longevity. How do we get to live to be 120 plus years old? Right. So, um, all the stuff they're doing with genetics. So there's just, I, I love kind of, you know, listening to him and, and picking his brain, um, and then, uh, you know, like I said, uh, CES in Las Vegas happens every year. Uh, there's a ton of great vendors that? there. I always recommend
1: for people that don't know what is that, ac- that. For people that don't know, what does that acronym stand for? CES. Oh, you caught me. Well, <laughs> <laughs> just I should know the acronym. All right. All right. What's that? No, I, I I don't even know what it. I, I know what the, I know what the show is, but only because I follow all you guys. But I don't even know what it stands for. But anyway, CES. What <laughs> what time of year is it usually? It is in January, January. Okay. Consumer electronics
2: show. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Okay. Consumer electronics show. Um, but yeah, it's in, it's in January every year. It's, uh, it's in Vegas. Um, but just a great show because you know, you're going to see VR, AR, you're going to see robotics, AI, like, and it's stuff for, you know, um, like I saw one that, you know, had uh, robots that come and clean your house and, you know, robotic lawnmowers and, you know, with AI and just, you know, really cool stuff that you get to see before it hits the market. And so um, I love to go to that trade show just because there's so much. It's really not one of those shows you can, it's tough to do in a day. Let me just yeah. put it that way. There's, it's in like order for casinos.
1: <laughs> it's, it's a lot. Hey, um, you're, 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 well, A, you're cool. You're a cool nerd. I'll, I'll give you that. And you're an ASU grad. And uh, I think you saw... I think it's everyone knows, Mike, you know, Michael Crow and they announced that ASU is going to take on the whole medical uh, deal now. So are you going to be working with them on, on the on the medical forefront in this capacity? Or can't you talk openly? I, 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 can't,
2: I can't talk about it, but
1: uh, well, did I say I can, that uh, Did I do a
2: good job of connecting the dots?
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> you can connect the dots. All right. I've had some good phone calls uh, good. the last couple of days. Yeah, because yeah, right. I – Michael Crow is a great guy. I've gone to – to meet him, I've gotten to sit in the crow's nest and chat with him. And and I've just committed him for his, you know, uh, future, um, you know, way that, where he looks to the future, future looking and, and how to really advance and, and, you know, innovate. And he's taken ASU to just oh. the next level. He's always thinking level with with everything. And so um, just commend him. Really, really awesome guy. So,
1: yeah, between what he and his wife have done respectively in the community, it's it's like, wow, it's pretty it's pretty pretty profound and, yeah. and and yeah asu you know right wrong or I, i've just been with a bunch of UAve wildcats recently and i you know I'm, I'm a midwest guy but i i'm still impressed with asu just never ceases to amaze me how they're pushing through the the the, the glass ceiling on anything related to the educational model so kudos to them and oh it's, and when it's when when you can talk about it we'll get you back on so you can talk about all the cool things that have come to fruition well hey robin deal yeah, i really, yeah. love it Hey, I, um, I can't thank you enough for coming on today. Um, and like I said, uh, wow. for those of you that are interested in, in, in anything we talked about, um, just like I said, if you want to look up Rami and, and his company, again, it's, it's point in time studios or R a R a M I, uh, last name K a L L a follow him on any social media. He's everywhere. He's always doing cool stuff. And, uh, you. you know, your kids should thank you that they got a, they got a cool nerd as a dad, right? (laughs) I'm going to tell him you said that. (laughs) And and, you you got a, and you got a wife that can save your life if you have a heart attack. So you're good. That's true. I'm very lucky. (laughs) All right. Thanks again for being on today, Rami.
0: You've been listening to the Mac and blue show brought to you by blue wave general contracting. Be sure to subscribe to the Mac and blue podcast on your favorite podcast platform. Follow JJ Levinsky on LinkedIn and Instagram. Tune in every Monday as we continue to introduce you to the people building Arizona.